Hey, what's going on? It's Nico. You are listening to the FTL podcast. It's for the ladies. What is up, people? South Beach Nico, right here in your ear. <laughs> I tried to make that cooler than it was, but um, welcome. Um, thank you for listening to the For the Ladies podcast, FTL podcast. We are doing it. You can follow me on Instagram at south underscore beach underscore Nico, N-I-C-K-O, or for the ladies podcast. Very simple with that one. Thank you guys for listening. This will be a riveting episode with my first ever Florida friend and my best friend, Marcus Mr. Alfredo. That is his nickname. He has no last name. That is just where it goes. Uh, we've had some great times, great great stories, wild, wild stories of nonsense. We're very spontaneous people, very spur of the moment. Um, we will not get into the Dosekis guy's story. I know everybody was asking about that, but we will talk about that in a later podcast. Um, but thank you for listening. I know you'll enjoy this. We're all going to have fun. So... Let's all take a listen, huh? Just to say we did it. Just for fun. Alright? So today we have one of my grandest, most outrageous friends. His name is Marcus. Mr. Alfredo himself. Known Marcus since the year of 2011. And when I met him, he had a a bad hairdo and a weird mustache. So, (laughs) what's going on, man? (laughs) That's such a lie. I mean, I might not have been that good looking when you met me, but I will point out for the viewer's sake that when I met Nicholas, he had a comb over hair hairstyle and a mustache. Yeah, and a bare face, mind you. It was wasn't like he had a mustache and he kind of had a lot of stubble on his face and nothing. No, he had shaving a around it, baby face. Yeah, with a perfect seventies porn stash <laughs> to boot. The comb over hairstyle he did—it was amazing. I have surprisingly few pictures from that time. I so, would love to see them. I would do nasty things to work. <laughs> I just would. Nasty I don't know things. where I can find them because I don't have that phone. Obviously, what? I had a BlackBerry back then, so they'd be stuck in the oh BlackBerry. Oh my gosh! You said the little BlackBerry. <laughs> oh, you had like the standard BlackBerry. Yeah. He would, he would write messages on this thing. Like, he, you could run commercials for how quick you text on that <laughs> BlackBerry. It was absolutely absurd. And you wouldn't look at it either. No. You wouldn't look at it. And It'd I've be, mastered that on the iPhone now, too. You mastered on the iPhone now. That's one thing. But, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, speakers, too. Baseball <laughs> that was a baseball. <laughs> yeah. I prided myself on being able to handle a ball very well. And then I just threw it right in the speaker <laughs> by accident. Yeah. But yeah, the BlackBerry days, like, they're oh, little man. buttons, but once you master I could do that on every phone. I think I text too much. Yeah, I, I would think that's fair. Yeah. yeah. I'll get, like, 11 text messages. I, I have to respond to your messages sometimes in 11 different text messages. <laughs> yeah, you do, and you're good about that, too. I, thank you. I'm glad you know what Most people just, like, that. LOL no. at the end of it, and I'm like, okay, well, no, stop sending you all this. I appreciate that. Yes. I, I take time. I literally have to, because cause you text me so much that I have to scroll several t- patterns, see what it is, respond to it. And when I do that, it takes me to the bottom of the page, and I scroll again. And go yeah. To the bottom. But I do that because I appreciate the fact you take the time to send me those things. And I appreciate that. And if I don't respond to your memes that you send me or something, it's because I'm sending them to other people that I think yeah. would enjoy it. I agree. So usually money gets it. Um, 
Sometimes manager Gabe gets them. Peyton gets them. Yeah, just the people I know appreciate the humor. Mm. So, but back to when we first met. Should we tell the story? We should, as long as you're going to be honest about it. I am. Lie like a piece of shit. I'm not lying at all when I tell this story. So, it was around Christmas time, too. 2011. Like, my first shift there was oh Christmas Eve. And I was training with Tori. Even though I'd worked it out back Just so we're clear. Can we just double check now? Now, when you're telling the story, it was Christmas Eve. Yeah, that's what I moved here. Was, I moved okay. here on the 22nd, uh-huh. and I went straight to work because, okay. you know, I love live to work. Okay. And uh, so I jumped right into the Outback life. They gave me a yellow shirt on top of that. <laughs> Carrie that's gave me right. a long sleeve yellow shirt. That was during the day. We should tell them about that real quick. So, uh, so Nicholas and I, we worked at a, a test restaurant. So we had... Multiple different uniforms that mm-hmm. they would test throughout the days, and at this point, we were wearing black pants. Yep. And several different colored shirts. There was the yellow, there's red, blue, red, green. Yeah. And in long story short, Outback just went through like a two month phase, where they just tested us wearing the worst uniforms ever, all to come back to, going back to the original black on black. Yeah. For two years straight, all we wore was the most disgusting. Uniforms. Yeah. It was bad. And then they said, "Okay, this isn't going to work. <laughs> we're going to go back to black on black." I don't remember throwing those shirts out. I don't know where they are, though. I, I, I would wear that green one. We could wear them out. We should. If we find them. And there's someone... Well, the thing is, there's only our store that wore them, so like, no one would really appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, I we could wear, wear the, the pins. Oh, the pins. Oh, I, wow. I know I've got some pins yeah. in Lando Lakes. So but, go ahead. It was yeah, so Christmas it was Eve. Christmas Eve. You were something nonsense. Like I had just come from my Michigan Outback. That's how I moved to Florida. It was a transfer through there. So I had a job set up when I got here. And, you know, I'm a shy person, especially <laughs> in a brand new land. So I don't want to step on anybody's shy. toes. So at our Michigan Outback, the rule was you couldn't have your phone in the restaurant. So you just leave it in the car. Even though it was 10 degrees in the winter, leave your phone out there. And so I did this, my first shift, Christmas Eve, um, in Florida. So at the end of the night, everybody's going around to add up their sales and like do all their calculating, not with calculators, but with their telephone. So I'm looking around, freaking out. I'm like, how am I going to add this all up? I go to this guy that seems like he knows what he's doing. His name is Marcus. He kind of gave me the cold shoulder all night. And I'm like, hey, man, is it okay if I borrow your phone? And you basically just pull it out and go, oh, and like toss it at me. And so I'm like, okay, well, this guy's not a person I'm going to associate with. <laughs> and so for like two, three weeks until you found out I played baseball, you did not like me and I did not like you. And then we became uh, fast friends after that and I was accepted into the group and we had some interesting times from then on. This story to me is... And that's 100% true. Not 100% true. You already um, told me you were judging my looks. I don't... I, I Wait a minute. I never said that. I think <laughs> I judged your looks, and then from that, you assumed I was judging your looks. <laughs> which, in a weird way, doesn't make me guilty of judging your looks. <laughs> I just can't imagine a situation where I am handing my phone to somebody, apparently throwing, from what I understand. Just toss Can I get it. that emotion one more time? Just tossing. Just tossing it. I can't even. I, I wish I could show you people what this toss is. Meanest face. I tossed it to go, and it was. What did I say? He's like. Ah. Yeah, and he and you was would, just like this was yesterday. Yeah. Apparently, like, all right. Well, I apparently, I throw my phone at him. Just, <laughs> you know, and I, I think I think the time I saw it alphabet is which I thought was. Oh, we were at Chili's. 
Chili's, you're right. Yeah. No, that's also wrong. We're not there either. We were at... Chili's. No, we're at the barbecue place. Smoky Bones. I swear it was Chili's. But so anyway. we're, we're... it's This is what, two... No. Probably three days later. I'm dining. Three at, days later from the event in which I throw my phone from you at you. tossed your phone. I was like, I'm going to hurry up and get this guy his phone back. It was it was definitely within like the first week of you being in Tampa. Yeah. Sure. It was definitely... And so I'm eating... Down. At a table with my girlfriend at the time and my brother, yep. and you spot me across a crowded room. Very true. We sat at the bar, and you were across, you were in the restaurant mm-hmm. version. We were at a table. And it was hard to miss you because of the flaring mustache and <laughs> 1970s look you had going on. <laughs> and I said to myself, is that, yeah, it has to be, because who else would be, where, who else would look like that? That's the new guy. That's the new guy, Nick. Super I, hot new guy. Like, and I even said, I was like, I want to go, you know, welcome him because, you know, he's new to town and, you know, people probably aren't talking too much because he's an idiot and lies about phone nonsense. So I walk over and I agree. I you. see you approaching. I'm getting my wallet out. Bully about back. I don't want to <laughs> take my lunch money. So, and that was it. And the rest is it. You did come over, you introduced yourself, and you're like, yeah, you know, welcome to the crew and all that. And here's my dad over there. And. Oh, meet your brother, I meet your girlfriend. Me. I think you guys introduced, introduced my Yeah, we've been, we've been introduced a few times. Yeah. So, that was the beginning of love. That was it. And that then, it. I tried out for a men's league baseball team, and I made the team, a shining star. And I mentioned to uh, our coach, Tony, hey, my buddy Marcus might be interested. I heard he played ball. Do you want me to have him come by? And so then you came by, I think you just played a game. Didn't even try out. Yeah, I think in my very first game, I played right field, and then I pitched five innings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and on just, my very first game there. I'm not even a pitcher, folks. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was probably the last, no, I think I pitched a few times since then, but. I pitched an inning I in one of those games. I pitched five innings against the Angels at the time, which was a pretty good They team. were good back then. And I did pretty well. Um, so you made the team, and then we played team. together for a good couple of years, mm-hmm. and I haven't played as much lately. You, I don't know. If you have in a while. I just played a tournament in South Carolina. Oh, that's right. came in second. I played for the team from Baltimore, actually. Mm. The team from Baltimore. Yeah, we have a tournament coming up here. I'm playing with the uh, Dade City Brewers. Hmm. Nice batting team. Well, we would go hit a lot, a like lot. batting practice, just to be out there doing it. And I had, like, one wooden bat that yeah. I brought down, which is completely different now. <laughs> I have a lot more than one. But I had one at the time that I had since I was 16. So at this point, I'm 20 going on 21. And Marcus takes the initiative to break it. Yeah, someone had to. I figured, why not me? And that was on, on a streak where you broke like three or four of the bat. I kept buying more, mm-hmm. and you break them. To be fair, so the viewers know, I'm pretty sure we can, we, I compensated for the breaking of the bats. Yeah. There was one time I could have lied to you about how much a bat cost, but I didn't. Because I went to Sports Authority... And when they scanned this bat, it was like a $90 bat. I remember this happening. You went with the yeah. actual. I remember this happening. We went to go buy the bat, yeah. and it's a $90 bat, so I'm going out to get my wallet, and it comes up as $19. Yeah, that's right. Because the barcode was ripped yeah. or something, and it registered it different. And so you and I were splitting this bat. So yeah. I was going to let you know how much it was. Yeah. And I was like, should I lie to him? No, nah, I wouldn't you didn't, do that. Yeah. I told him, I was like, <laughs> it was 20 bucks. That was early on in our friendship. Yeah. That, that was right. after... Because the, the Mizuno bat is the one you broke first, and so this was a new Mizuno bat. Uh, those are the times. That was a fun time. We had some good times. Like, even though I was kind of getting into this relationship, non-relationship deal. Oh, we had some good times. For a good five you know, years. Well, there's a day we went, we, we dressed up. 
and like rain, like we had practice, but we were like we're gonna dress up in raised gear. And we did that, but it rained out. So we played video games all day. Oh yeah, we were wearing raised jerseys. Yes. Like I had my Batboy jerseys. I had bat pants. I we had pants. We had jersey yeah. hat and yeah. everything. And we were yeah. gonna go, and we're yeah. so fired up because I think we're gonna do one of those things where. I pitched to you like it's an actual game. Yeah, I miss doing that. That was yeah. fun, man. I, I mean, you don't throw BP as well as Bob, but... Okay, I thought we discussed <laughs> in my contract. If I was going to be on this show, you weren't going to mention that name. I do apologize. Yeah, all right. Uh, will be in touch. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that was fun. And then we just played video games because it was pouring down rain. I recently, you know, small world, recently I was in a wedding. I was at Groomsman. In Tony's wedding, which Coach he, Tony, Coach Tony, who Nicholas just mentioned, he introduced I me introduced you guys, and yeah. Marcus was in the wedding. In the wedding, correct? You were standing up there. I was up there on the altar. And yeah. where was I? You were here, presumably. I was not there. <laughs> I was there. not invited. You're not there, yeah. <laughs> Marcus and Tony's life could have taken completely different turns if I had never come to Florida That's and introduced true. them. I will say, Nicholas, you coming to Florida <laughs> caused a lot of issues, good or bad. <laughs> I well, mean, so Tony and I lived together for years. Yeah. Um, there's another really big tangent, and we'll go. We we'll uh, go very loose with names here, but there's a gentleman who played baseball with us that I met through t- uh, Nicholas. Who's His that? His name is Michael. Oh yeah, Michael. Michael. Michael and I became very good friends. Mm-hmm. I ended up uh, working at a place where I was a manager, and um, someone who worked for me, um, I had a lot of respect for, and I brought her to a new store with me. And then I then introduced this girl to Michael. Yeah. And they had a baby together. And I wasn't invited to any of their wedding any or of their the baby. Either. But more <laughs> importantly, you're responsible for life, right? Yeah. Like, like they should have named this I, child after that, me. This baby exists. She's alive and walking around very well, very healthy, very beautiful. And she exists because much of, of me moving yeah, to Florida. I mean, yeah. And actually, it, it's mainly because... Of my first girlfriend dumping me, and I didn't really have anything better to do. I was sulking around for a year in Michigan, and I was like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to move to Florida. What's your plan? I have no plan. I'm just going to transfer throughout back. Yeah. He's probably going to be a hairy dude. <laughs> Marcus. I don't know. So I guess if we're going to give anybody credit, it's probably Kaylee. So. And then if you're going to give anybody credit, give her parents credit. Yeah. Because if they didn't have her, then we wouldn't be here. Yeah, I mean. And that's, that's so crazy how life is. Like, you you like to plan out how things are going to happen or could happen or probably going to happen. You're like... Well, if I do this, she's going to do this. If I do this, she's going to do that. At the end of it, the nuts and bolts of it is, so many things happen because of some random decision. Yeah. Like random just decision, one. You know? What if you were just like, I would move, I would start all over in Tampa and get a new job. What if you don't come to Alpha? Right. I actually what didn't happens? even, the plan was to work at the one on Dale Mabry, but they yeah, never got back to me. And so I went to the Citrus Park location because Carrie got back to me and said, yeah, no, that's fine. We're looking for people. So... Like it. I can I can honestly say I don't like it's like my life would be dramatically different if I did not know t- Tony and I did not know Michael. Yeah. Or me. Or you for sure. <laughs> no, I'm not saying without you for sure. But yeah. Like, I was talking about like physical situations. Oh yeah, like different. I mean, I spent you know the majority of the time with Michael, obviously of my you know out of, of the three, probably well, actually I'm probably now. Total, I think I spent more time with you. But Michael's a big part of my life, you know. Tony, I lived with him for two years. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, what if I lived somewhere else? And what if that person I lived with stabbed me? Yeah. I could be dead if I didn't meet you. Yeah, basically. Or you could still be in a relationship. 
Oh gosh. Yeah, you could be married with kids running around. I, I, you know what? I'd be lying if I said that. You know, seeing you in your free life and your ability to be more free with with your girlfriend at the time compared to my girlfriend, didn't have some kind of expectational change to where I was at with my girlfriend. Well, I mean, we were young twenties at that point. Like I was twenty when I met you. You were twenty two. And so we were just yeah. flying through our 20s, and I saw no reason to be in, like, a relationship relationship. Now, the best part of let me just let me just tell the viewers real quick. So, Nicholas's <laughs> version of not being a relationship, <laughs> which, like, I'll give him his credit. He definitely argued as much as possible he was not in a relationship. He was dating this girl, I want to say seven to eight months they were dating, definitely exclusively. And he just wouldn't call him his girlfriend. Like, literally, I mean, I, I had this... I would pick on him, like, every single day. Because at that point, we were seeing each other almost every day. And if I, she came up, like, oh, your girlfriend? I'm like, no, it's not my girlfriend. I would just say that. I was like, oh, your girlfriend? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, dude, like... And I remember, like, arguing it as a joke and seriously. Like, because joke, I was like, oh, your girlfriend? And I was like, seriously, I'm like, dude, come on. <laughs> you know, you don't want to date anybody else. You like her. Just just, just do it. Just, just call her what it is. Call a spade a spade, right? And I don't forget the day he fuck, he told me he, he caved, <laughs> and he bar- and this is how he, he didn't make a big deal about it. He was just like, yeah, you know, and what was it? He said uh, we were talking about. Like, I forgot the topic. I forgot the topic of what we were saying, but it was something like, well, yeah, I mean, she's my girlfriend. She has to come. That's what he said. He just like <laughs> rattled us off his tongue. I'm talking months and months, at least three, four months of him. No, she's not my girlfriend. I don't have a girlfriend. I'm single. He would say he was single. He would tell me he was single. <laughs> And meanwhile, he hung up with this girl like six out of seven days, and like everything yeah, he did, we checked with this girl. We were practically he, living together. Practically living together yeah. at that point. And then he just drops it to me. He was like, "Well, yeah, I mean, she's my girl." <laughs> but like, it was just like a casual conversation. Drops it, just moves on. I was like, "What?" And like that was it. That was how he broke it to me. And he just wouldn't talk about it. I was like, "Well, you're what?" And he goes, "Yep, girl." It just moved on. Like it wasn't a big deal. I hate yeah. you for that. And we were together for a good five years, almost. Like it was a long. It was time. a long time. Which is weird to think about. We're Wait. talking about it at dinner. How I've been single for almost three now, which yeah. is also a long time. Yeah, it's also a long time. I'm right there with you. I think. I think. I'm actually longer. You've been I've longer been for five years. Yeah. So you want to talk about what we were talking about the other day about uh, the office? Yes, we were sharing memes as we've been known to do. Memes. Memes. Before you uh, took a hiatus from Instagram. Um, yeah, sure, hiatus. So there was an interesting one that came up. Uh-oh. 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 down. <laughs> There's an interesting meme that came up, and it said, which character would you remove from the office, Jim, Dwight, or Michael? And we didn't get in- too into it. We didn't. Because we wanted to save it for this. Yeah. So you're off the top of your head. I mean, you've had like two weeks to think about this. Yeah, and I think we bu- I think we did discuss our answers, but shortly. Yeah, we didn't and get we too into it. for the podcast. Right. But I will say that we both agreed on what our answer was. Jim. Without simultaneously saying it, we both said Jim. I said it was Jim, and he goes, "That's what I said." And I believe him. He's not the person to, to to say things like, "Oh, I just want to agree with you." Because I called my mom first, to ask her. Yeah, which I called your mom too for other reasons. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I think Jim as well. Um, and 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 Mike, you you mind if I go first? Yeah, go ahead. Me? No, yeah. So, Jim's comedy is very much based off of everybody else there. Now, I'm I'm a sweetheart at heart, and I, I love love and. You know, um, I do love the whole love affair that Jim had. You know, Pam and Jim. I mean, who forgets Pam and Jim? That's amazing. Mm-hmm. But the, but the real power that Jim brought to the show was him messing with Dwight and Michael. 
and in his com comedy with that, it, it wouldn't be what it is. Like, let's just take Michael out of the equation. Mm -hmm. So, let's just assume someone else is comical in that role that replaces Michael. It's hard to be another Michael Scott. Yeah. You know? Because of how good Michael Scott is. Even though he's not my favorite, no one can really be a Michael Scott. Which case, Jim can never make fun of anybody or, or have the comical uh, reality that he have with him. A lot of what he has with Michael Scott is... Michael Scott will do something and Jim will make a look or have a response. Or, yeah. You know, and, and, you know, one of my, one episode that pops in mind is when they go to Utica to steal the printer. Yeah. You know, Jim is forced to go on this trip only it, because he knows that Dwight and Michael are going to do something so bad mm -hmm. that he has to stop them from doing so. And the only way he has a chance to do that is to let them do things that are less as bad as what they could be. But they um, could have got away without Jim going on that, and it still would have been hilarious. Oh, uh, I think they would have ended up in jail. Yeah, I think I think that's that's, that's pretty much just the end of it. But then you they'd know? be sitting in jail with the fake mustaches on. I just don't see them going that far. And then let's talk about let's get more into why you can't be without Dwight. I mean, Jim messing with Dwight is just amazing, mm -hmm. and what Jim creates in the facility. To what they do against Dwight, even with bringing in Pam. I mean, Dwight makes, sorry, Jim makes Pam funny, mm -hmm. which is hard to do, but he does. Yeah. Now you take out Dwight, I just don't see it being that funny. No. You know, not because of Dwight being that funny, but because Dwight, just like Michael Scott, Dwight is the only Dwight that can be. Yeah, it was such a unique you can't character. Can't put someone else there and think that Jim is still going to be as good. So you hate to look at Jim as a supporting cast member, but. He almost is, which is ironic, because again, in my heart, my my opinion, he's the funniest. Hmm. Like Jim's my favorite character, but I thought they could do away with that because they took Michael out of the show when he, I mean, stopped obviously. Yeah. And the last few seasons just weren't the same. Like Agreed. if you they watch weren't. a couple of seasons like early, watch mm -hmm. a few of those episodes, and then watch eight and nine. Yeah. They're completely different shows, and they're trying really hard to make it funny. Yeah. I agree. And even Dwight changes a little bit when and Michael's they're pulling gone. They're pulling in their big guns. Yeah, Dwight gets confident. You yeah. Know, and, like, and, it just, and he's not so like... And, and like I hate to say they dragged on that series. Um, but I mean, in a way... They didn't they, want to quit. They've got their yeah. rules worth. But also they didn't want to quit too. You know, Michael Scott leaving. Why did he leave? Do we know why he left? I think he just wanted to move on to other things. Yeah. He did get into movies pretty hardcore after that. Yeah, he and then he was like, he produced that show we watched, that Angie Tribeca show, mm -hmm. with his real life wife. So I think he just like found it, like that was the end for him. I guess I think he. I love that he was in the last episode. I mean, that, yeah, that was great. Yeah, you want to find somebody with a soul? You have them watch the last last episode and see if they don't. <laughs> cry. Yeah, I cried. Well, I mean, between that and Friends, the last episode, when Rachel gets oh, off the, the plane. Keys. I'm dropping the keys down. That makes me cry. The keys. When they drop the keys down on the bar before they go to one more like, cup of coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get more emotional when Rachel is like, I got off the plane. I got off the plane, yeah. So if you take it to friends, who would you take off between the guys, Ross, Joey, or Chandler? Gosh. That's more of a personal question right there. Um... Oh, it's gonna hurt me. It hurts saying it hurt for anybody, I think. But I'm gonna have to say Joey. Yeah? Yeah. I don't think Chandler can move. I, I think we all agree. 
Chandler's the non-moving part. Mm-hmm. And I think some people say Ross, but I, I have to say Chandler. I think I'd say you have Ross. love interest. You have comedy. Yeah. You say you get rid of Ross. I get rid of Ross. Problem getting rid of Ross is is the Rachel Ross yeah. relationship is one of the best in all of sitcom history. Yeah. If not the best, you know. Um, and not to get off topic, real but mm-hmm. real quick, Ross and Rachel, Jim and Pam, are both stories of two guys overcoming the friend zone. Yeah, <laughs> just really like you're right. Getting there's like hope for some. Of them. There's hope, and so then you know you feel bad. You get friends on, but no, you just yeah. got to be persistent. Nothing I guess. worse than getting friends on. I'm so friends on. No, right ghosted now. is almost just as bad. Well, getting ghosted by someone who you're in their friend zone with because they know you don't want to be in their friend zone. That's the worst. Yeah, it's such a weird time to be doing this. I know we are off topic of what we were talking about now, but yeah. like I feel like this is an interesting quandary as well. Yeah, it really is. Because, especially when it's like, well, the girl wants to hang out with you. The girl likes to be around you, but apparently they don't like you like that. Right. It's so like, it's like, that's like the worst guy. This is one of the worst situations being as a guy. Because it's like, you get somebody You want to keep wants, talking to yeah, him. Yeah, your whole goal. Well, that too. Like, your whole goal as a guy who's interested in a girl is like, to get them to want to hang out with you. That's mm-hmm. the trick, right? You can't need this whole debating or tricking a girl to hang out with you thing. Like, that's, I, I don't do that. No yeah. one wants that, right? And I know some guys do that. And I think we all do it at the beginning, maybe. But no one wants to have to convince a girl, or beg a girl, or fucking be on a girl, or text her multiple times, yeah. you know, to get her to hang out with you. They want you to... So what happens when a girl wants to hang out with you? Wants to see you, but doesn't want to do anything other than, like, you know... Doesn't, doesn't want, want to progress it past progress being your friend. friend. Yeah. That's a weird moment. You know, that's that's a, one of those life quandaries that, you, you know, people just don't understand if, unless you're in it. There was a gal like that that I talked to. Like, we would talk every day, and that was my ultimate goal was to pursue past being friends. Mm. And she was pretty adamant that that wasn't going to happen. And so, like, after a year, year and a half, I finally just stopped talking to her. Yeah. And then she was like, well, what the hell? Like, you're not talking to me. I was like, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> this is just frustrating for me at this point. Like, yeah. and I don't like to waste my own time well to be fair I mean, or your time and, and I like looking from both ways because for the girls perspective I mean what does she do wrong I mean I've done it to girls before there's been girls mentioned to me that yeah, I just want to be friends with yeah uh, see but that's where the difference is like I feel like there's not a lot of girls that I want to be friends with that I don't have any interest in being extra with or if they're like a long term friend like a work friend for example you know like mm. Laura is a good example from Outback yeah I saw her the other day or uh, Lexi you know, mm-hmm. Brad's wife. You know, they, those are little different situations, but I, I feel like I don't find myself in a lot of situations where I want to hang out. If I, it's just, actually, it's actually kind of a turn off for me to not want to even hang out with girls who I thought were my friends who wanted to get my pants. So now looking on the backwards, it's like, wow, now I kind of understand. But yeah. It sucks because, you know, when you're into a girl, it's like all you're into is that girl. Mm-hmm. She wants to see you, she wants to hang out with you. Right. And you're like, he texts you like, "Hey, bro, let's get a drink." Or, "Hey, dude, let's get a drink." Like, oh, oh, fucking yeah. But like, you get, you know, we're both pretty optimistic people, so you're like, "All right, maybe this will be, you know, yeah. this will be the time that'll." I'm so the I'm old so razzle dazzle yeah, will work. Yeah, razzle dazzle. Here he is. She wants to hang out with me. <laughs> yeah, this know? is the time. It's gonna change. I remember this is horrible. You said, we're having conversation because speaking of the same girl I'm just talking about right now, there's this girl. Shout out to that girl, by the way. Shout out to that girl. <laughs> Beautiful. Um. I've known her for six years now, seven, no, wow, seven, eight years now, maybe, mm. you know, back in the Anthony's days. Yep, yep. 
And uh, back when we worked together over there. <laughs> yeah, for a day, <laughs> for twenty minutes maybe. <laughs> short, short little. This day after Christmas. What is it with you? And day Christmas? after Christmas. Fire me. Fire. <laughs> as soon as me. I walk in the door. That's. I don't know the time of the year, but let's just go ahead and assume it was around Christmas. It I was the day after Christmas. I remember I wore my new sunglasses and I was feeling good. I was oh happy. My like. God. I'm running a restaurant, I'm a general manager restaurant, and Nicholas is in his off season, so he's like, yeah, I'll pick up a job. Yeah, I would love to have Nicholas. Nicholas is a great server. <laughs> Absolutely, Nick, come work for me. Nick shows up in uniform from his head to his ankles. <laughs> Looks good, too. Look at to his shoes, which are literally tennis shoes. Yeah. Nicholas, who, if you remember earlier, had previously worked for Outback for years and has restaurant experience. Shows up to a restaurant job with non-non-slip shoes. So I send Nicholas home. I say, you can't work without shoes. I say, I didn't fire him by any means, by the way. Not at all that I fire him. I just said, you can't work with no shoes. <laughs> with no shoes. And then I, Nick just is like, I called him later. He's like, nah, it's not going to work for me, man. <laughs> well, you were like, you felt bad. You were trying to get me a job back at Outback again. I'm like, well, how's this going to even... I don't have shoes for there either, so I don't know. I was like, I'll just figure it out. Uh. And then you started making wine. Yeah, I did. I made wine for a little bit. They didn't yeah. care what shoes I... I just couldn't wear cologne they there. They didn't care what kind of shoes I <laughs> <laughs> They were just happy I showed up every day. <laughs> oh, but, man. yeah, so... Um, back to what we were saying. Yeah, you got just this friend who calls you dude and bro. Oh, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's how this works. So, you know, you know, what do you do? You send the memes, right? You, you, know, you comment on their pictures or, you know, are you gorgeous, stuff like that. You, you kind of try to, like, wean your way out of the friend zone. Yeah. Like happens. Jim did. Yeah. Well, Jim had a lot more personal interactions. If I, had, if I saw this person more often, I could do that. Yeah. But, like, I, I'm limited, right? You know, she's got a kid. I have limited access to be able to actually express that to her. So I said at one point to myself, I was like, you know what? Next time I see her, I'm just going to tell her. You know, mm. schedule to hang out with her. I'm gonna see, tell her. So like I, I schedule like two times to hang out with her. It doesn't pan out. We finally go. We hang out one day. It was at um, Steinvine, Brandon. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's fucking gorgeous. She's wearing like this blue dress thing. And I remember she walked up and I go, "Holy cleavage, Batman!" Like I tried to say. And and uh, we have like this great date. Mm-hmm. It really was. It was a great. You were on a date. date. I was on a date. Yeah. I was on, yeah, yeah. I had a great date, and I mean everything about it. Like we had drinks, we got a bottle of wine to share, we had appetizers, we shared our meal. It was a great date, and then like towards the end of like we're done eating and just enjoying our wine. I I don't even know how we transitioned this to it. She goes, so I've been dating this guy for like a year, and I'm like, what? <laughs> And so then, that's, that's that's what the friend zone mind zone does to you. Yeah, you, you and your head. Like, I'm telling you, I'm like, <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, we're on a date. I'm gonna make my move. Making a move I'm, soon. I'm going for the kiss tonight when we leave. Oh, like man. I'm definitely going to talk. I am in. I am fucking cloud nine. And she just and and I I don't remember what we were talking about. But I do remember whatever the transition was was fucking wretched. It was just like. Yeah, I've dated this guy for the last year. It's just and like the like, worst feeling at that point. Yeah, and then it gets worse because then she pers- and I, I then I have to realize that apparently I'm in the friend zone, and I have <laughs> to then become interested in what she's talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, you have to act normal the rest so of the time. So then I'm just like, <laughs> so tell me about it. 
And then I just sit there and listen <laughs> how much she likes this guy. And, <laughs> oh, it's horrible. It's See, horrible. I think you and I have had some good chit chats. Like I remember after my last relationship ended three years ago. Like I was, as far as I was concerned. I was dating up that whole time, which I was. Yeah. Like, she was very, oh, very gosh. attractive, great personality, great, I mean, with my family, my great friends, dating. everybody loved Way her. Way out of your league. I mean, and, yeah, yeah, just gorgeous. And yeah. so, like, in my mind, when she dumped me, it's like, well, <laughs> that was the best that's ever going to happen. That was fun. Yeah. So I didn't tell, like, I told my parents because they actually came down the next day. She dumped me on my conception day. Can you believe yes, that? Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> it's like actually another funny part of the story. Just real quick, if I can interject. So Nicholas, for at least two months, maybe more, every time he went to a bar, and I'm <laughs> and, I, and I'm not over exaggerating. Like I know people are always like always every time. No, no, no. Every time Nicholas went to a bar, he walked in and said, "I'm nursing a broken heart. <laughs> yes. I need a drink." Got me so much free stuff that I that I witnessed myself. (laughs) Minimum minimum twenty drinks you got for free. It was incredible. People felt bad, and I know you drink every single day, and I didn't hang out with you that much, and I still can verify for sure twenty drinks you got for free. Minimum. Well, that started because when I gave her her stuff back and she gave me my stuff back, we were at Starbucks. Yeah, and so I got there before her, and I ordered a coffee and. She was like, oh, you look kind of bummed. I was like, well, yeah, I mean, we just broke up. We're doing the stuff exchange. She's like, oh, well, when it's over, come get a free muffin. I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> That's how this is. Actually, now I think about it, I do remember you calling me that day. We're like, hey, so bad yeah. news. This whole, but apparently, people give you free stuff. Yeah. And you <laughs> test it later on the day. You got a free drink that I day. I just, yeah. like, everywhere I went for, like, anything. Because I'm nursing a broken heart. And then you turn that into a pickup line, which also ended up working. Yeah, it's the damnedest thing. The damnedest thing. But so, like, I mean, I thought that was the end of the world, so I didn't even tell you for, like, two weeks. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't talk to you. Yeah, that's a tendency you do. I just started working out a lot and grew a beard. Yeah. And then you were like, hey, I'm coming over. I'm like, oh, this is going to be painful. i got to break the news. And he's going to be like... I'm taking her side. <laughs> like, she's way hotter than you and better. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. So, like, I mean, I was expecting everybody to judge me and be like, oh, yeah, I mean, we saw that coming, you know. And you took my side. We had okay. a really good heart, heart-to-heart that night, and I appreciate it. We actually planned to move to Australia. We did. And I regret not doing so, by the way. But so what I was – why this started was – Back then, I was like, only told you the good stuff. Like, if I had a good time with a girl, I would call you and say, yeah, it went well. But if I didn't, and I got rejected, I wouldn't tell you anything. I will say that was definitely one of the catalysts or the first times where we brought negativity into our, our friendship. Yeah. We're sharing it with each other. Yeah, I I'm not a very open person like that. Before that, as like, we're having a bad time, let's just go fucking hang out and you can distract it from it. Yeah, yeah, I cried. Yeah. I cried that night. I remember that. And I don't cry around a lot of people. I remember that. But we hung out on the patio that night. We did. Uh, we, yeah, we had a good time. I mean, actually, other than that, it was okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now, three years down the road, you and I can share the successful stories and the rejection stories. And it's yes. kind of like, I'm not, I'm not going to judge you if doesn't work out in your favor you're not gonna judge me yeah. and i don't care if you do or not like now we can have like these open and honest conversations about everything and it's kind of kind of fun that way because i don't really that way and also it makes the, the the good stories that much more more yeah impactful you know and because every time you and i have a like a a date that goes well or we meet somebody 
There's always an interesting story Dude, as to how it so happened. Many interesting stories. Gasparillas in the days. I won't oh, get into them in the podcast, but jeez, we've we have, had, we've done so many stupid things that were just so funny. Yeah, like we. Oh man, the fucking hundred dollar pocket square. Yeah, so we went to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, the finest establishment known to man. Known to man. <laughs> so we decide we're gonna suit up for it. Thank you. (laughs) So we decide to... Professional ball boy over here. (laughs) But, so we decide... for those of you who can't see us, I've been throwing a baseball up. You probably hear it. This is going to be shitty audio. Oh, is that what that... That's what the sound is right here. (laughs) I'm throwing a baseball this entire time, and I just dropped it. I made a spectacular catch. Nick was a great catch. But go ahead, Nick. Go ahead. So, it was like a totally spontaneous, like, hey, you want to go to the Roost Chris? Sure. Cool. Let's wear suits. Okay. And, like, it was not something... We, like, that... Roos Chris is something you plan out in the future. Like, two weeks from now, let's go to Roos Chris, like two hours make a night of it. Yeah, this was, like, two hours before, like, I hey... I went home and grabbed a jacket. Yeah, let's go. I really sent me to work and put a jacket on, yeah. So, I... You know, you never know how much you're going to spend at Roos Chris, so you bring a decent amount, of ca- decent amount of cash. I had gift cards, which were handy, but we still went over the gift cards. So, I had, a, you know, $100 bills. Red cash. And we were having a, a fun little time... Being international businessmen. That's what it was, international businessmen. And yeah. so we start going around town, and I'd take out my pocket square and replace it with a $100 bill, and which just upped the amount of class to the max of what is possible. Yeah, which also, even to point out it, how great it was that you were wearing a pocket square in the first place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I've added to my suit repertoire. There's a picture of us with $100 pocket squares mm-hmm. and flowers from our ears. Yeah, we've got the, the umbrella or the flowers? I think, yes, yeah, it was an umbrella. The umbrellas, yeah. and we're just, like, you, oh, you can't even imagine how good looking we are in this photo i would say very at the least i mean at some point we'll post it for the people for the ladies for the ladies to see but we're going to take a quick break because marcus needs another sparkling water sparkling water this this break is brought to you by la croix (laughs) coconut naturally essenced it's new no (laughs) calories and we will be right on back people brb hey what's going on it's nico talking about anchor If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's a creation tool right there that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go download the free Anchor app. Or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it. I did it. Super easy. Super awesome. Yeah, do it. <laughs> we are back. We had to get another sparkling water. Cheers, pal. Cheers. Cheers. And they're all dead. <laughs> another interesting story that we have is the time... You almost got into a physical altercation because I was oh, high-fiving yeah. people at Gasparilla. At Gasparilla. That's when I brought that Russian chick. Yes. Yes. And oh, my God. That was, that was, a, that was a, my first Gasparilla, actually. That was a festive Gasparilla. That was the first of many Gasparillas we hung out together. But, I yeah. went there with two intentions. We did. Mm-hmm. One was do not get arrested. Yep. And two, I wanted to get a pirate hat. Yes, which 
He amazingly did. did that as well. Which was we were very. We still have that. You still I still have that. it. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's in the storage unit. But fast forward, well, real quick, we we pregame properly somewhere. Went to somebody's house part apartment my, party. My high school ex girlfriend had a, some kind of friends party. Yeah, which was awkward. She wasn't over you, I could tell. Yeah, I'm sure she got under me after that. <laughs> um, nice lady. Nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> but it was me, you, and the Russian chick, Anastasia. <laughs> Stasia, that's not her name. <laughs> but for this story, we can call Anastasia. Actually, I hear you say it again. Anastasia. That's perfect. All right, that was her name. But long story short, two or three hours later, and, and she high fives with her fingers open. Yes. And that's where this started. Matt, you tell that story. I went to go minutes. give her a high five, yeah. and no, I high five with my fingers open. She had them closed, which I'm like, that's way more uncomfortable. She's like, no, it's more more comfortable. Your hands loose. It's like, put your hand. Put them, your fingers together. How is that loose? <laughs> and so then I was like, I'm going to prove the point. And so we went around Gasparilla high-fiving a bunch of people, just taking a poll. Yes. And I went to go high-five this. There were three people sitting on the side of the street. And the one dude rejected my high-five, so I moved on to the next person, which was his girlfriend. I'm taking it. I go to high-five her. She's all about it. I move on to another person, and we're mid-high-five. And I hear a skirmish breaking out. <laughs> I turn around, and it's Marcus, and the dude that rejected my high five, like getting in the fight. So now this stranger and I, who just high fived, we're breaking up a fight. I'm like, Marcus, remember, don't get arrested. Don't yeah, get arrested. Don't get arrested. And, and you know what's funny is, like, I'm glad I get to interject now after you told that part of the story. Because most of you might assume, and I would assume hearing this story, that what happened was is that the guy who rejected Nicholas's high five. Then saw Nicholas high five the girl and got upset and tried to confront Nicholas and I stepped in. That makes sense. Right? That would make sense, yeah. That is not what happened. <laughs> I got upset at the gentleman for rejecting <laughs> his high five. Like, imagine a boy <laughs> at a baseball game trying to get an autograph from a fucking player and the guy doesn't give him his autograph. And, and I'm the dad who's <laughs> yelling at the player because my son came here for an autograph. <laughs> I am so upset this guy would not give my Nicholas a high five. What the heck, man? <laughs> and I literally start going off on him. Oh, what an asshole he is for not high fiving you. And I'm two uh, more high fives deep. Like I'm he's not two even... high fives deep. Nick has moved on. Anastasia <laughs> doesn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's over there speaking Russian for a tree. <laughs> She's calling her friends at the KGB. Yeah, I'm with this guy, and this other guy didn't high five his friend, and he's pissed. I need help. Send vodka. <laughs> Send vodka. <laughs> I never realized that when you tell that story, it sounds like I'm defending you against the high five, but that's not what happened. <laughs> I definitely started that fight because that guy wouldn't high five you. I was ready to kick his ass. <laughs> I know, Dude, but then. so mad. It's funny how quickly it clicked, though. As soon as I was like, don't get arrested, don't get arrested. You're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah We're yeah, not doing that. You're like, remember, don't get arrested. I'm like, oh, yeah. Your luck is part of my plan, guy. And I walked away. We talked as about this like, this morning. As if, like, I went into this knowing I was getting arrested. I was like, oh, fuck. I forgot to plan against this. Sorry, man. I got to go. <laughs> we had a conversation about we, this. We just talked about this this morning. Oh, man. So my parents and I get to gas. This is like the year before. My yeah. parents and I get to Gasparilla before Marcus. He's like, I gotta leave this church thing or something. Was at a church event. Yeah. yeah. I, I was at a I was at a church event that Tony Dungy was a guest speaker mm-hmm. for. Um, it was a great event. It was called the Man Event. It was all about, you know, what I'm to get into. It was all about, you know, being a better man for your your wife, your 
your kids and all that. And it was it was just a great seminar. And I'm walking. So down we're waiting the bar. for you to get there. You're waiting for me to get there. So then my parents can leave. So your parents can leave. Your parents are waiting for me to arrive. I've met Nicholas's father probably a handful of times this time. Yeah. Maybe five, six times, you know. But I see this gentleman and I go, Hey and he goes, Hey <laughs> And we hug. <laughs> a big hug, actually. <laughs> and as I pull back to look at this guy, <laughs> right, I even say, Where's Nick? <laughs> As I'm saying this, I look up and clear as day can see Nicholas, his father, who I think I'm hugging, and his mother. Not ten feet from me, by the way. <laughs> Just. And I go, oh, my bad. I thought you were somebody else. And he I forgot what he said, but he thought he knew me, too. <laughs> That's awesome. Though. Like, so I leave this guy. I can't not go hug Nick's dad the same way. I mean, I... Like, I just hugged a stranger, though, I kind of love. I can't not... I mean, this guy's Nick's father to me. He's family, right? Mm-hmm. I picked this guy up. I hug him, and apparently... Well, Nick, you can take the story from me. I mean, I think it just hurt his back for a while, because he had some shoulder problems. Oh, yeah. And apparently that's why he doesn't like me. It's not... He doesn't not like me. He just doesn't <laughs> like the time I hugged him at Gasparilla. Why, why would he not enjoy a hug? Like, who doesn't enjoy doesn't a friendly enjoy hug? hug? The other guy did. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short, dad loves me. So yeah, those are the two most common occurrences. They he liked you the first time I met you. Yeah, we were meeting at the baseball park. Yeah, and it was cold that day. All right, let's end this podcast on simple note. Okay. Simple. Simple. Uh oh. So thank you guys for listening. I hope that was entertaining. I, um, I certainly had a good time recording that because I got to share stories with my best pal, Marcus, Mr. Alfredo. We have had some time since late in 2011 to late in 2019. That's a long time, especially like you think about all these friendships you had in high school and oh yeah, we'll keep in touch, we'll keep in touch. You never do, but we have had this great friendship since 2011. <laughs> We've gone through high school twice, <laughs> and we always have a great time. I was watching How I Met Your Mother the other day, and I don't remember the exact quote, so I'm paraphrasing, but it was when Ted and Barney went to Philadelphia because they were trying to pick up women at the airport and ended up licking the Liberty Bell, and it became a great story. Um, I sent Marcus this video clip on Snapchat where Ted was narrating and he said, so I don't know exactly why we hung out with Barney, but I found out that night, or I didn't know exactly why I hung out with Barney, but I found out that night is because you always end up with a great story. And I think it's very important to have a friend like that. And man, for me, Marcus is absolutely that friend. Uh, the Mr. Alfredo story why we call him that, where that came from, that is a story for another podcast, and he will absolutely be on here. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. It's a lot of fun for me to record these and to do it. So, shoot, man. What, remember, whatever you do, it's for the ladies, and have fun. Like, enjoy it. Enjoy your friends. Like, 
your friends are your friends for a reason. So have fun, create stories, do it all. Um, so I'm glad we all did this. Yeah, I'll see you guys soon. All right.